I'm proud to be an American. I'm proud to have been afforded the freedoms and prosperity that we've been afforded. But I also recognize today that it took blood to purchase that, and I'm thankful for that sacrifice. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the host of In Grace Radio and TV. Hi, this is Jim Scudder, and I am thankful for this country. You know, a lot of people are these days apologizing for America. I don't apologize. Certainly, we've had our problems and we've had our sins. But by and large, America is a great nation because we're built upon biblical principles. Now, we're leaving those in rapid motion, but but that's the truth. The truth is that most of the people that found our nation were God-fearing, Bible-believing people. And so, uh, yeah, we have, we have our share of problems like anyone does, but America is a great nation and is a Christian nation. So we're going to be continuing to talk about this theme again today, as yesterday was Memorial Day. We want to finish a message that I started yesterday, remember to remember. Yes, we remember the sacrifice that was given for our liberty. And America has been a light of liberty to the world. The masses are trying to come to the United States. You know, we we have our problems, but still, I would rather live here than anywhere else in the world. And as I've been able to travel to a lot of places, I'm always thankful to be back in the United States. So why is America this way? Well, one of the reasons is because we were founded upon biblical values and principles. Uh, But we're also not just talking about remembering the sacrifice for us as Americans, but we're also going to today talk about the ultimate sacrifice that God made through Jesus for our sins. And we're going to walk you through a little bit of the remembering process through uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and what we call the Lord's table. And so number one, we learned yesterday, we mourn the loss. And today we're going to learn we remember the lives and we are thankful for the sacrifice. So that's what we're going to do today. And just before we go, let me remind you, you might have heard us talking about our cruise to Alaska. We're calling it the Ingrace Creation Cruise, seven-day cruise from Whittier, Alaska, which is near Anchorage, all the way to Vancouver, stopping along the way at all these beautiful places. What a beautiful, beautiful place in this world. We're bringing a creation speaker. His name is Bruce Malone. Him and I will be sharing in the evenings in a special room for our Ingrace friends on this beautiful, huge ship called Holland America's New Amsterdam. And we want you to join us. Get a free brochure when you go to our website site ingraceradio.com or call us at 1-800-78-GRACE. He died for millions. He died for all. But we still mourn the loss, the death of Christ. The reason that he died was for me. And then God gave us something to remember that. It's called the broken bread. In 1 Corinthians eleven twenty four, the first part, it talks about he gave thanks as he was in this, we call it the Last Supper, the final meal. And uh, he had bread and he break it. When we celebrate communion, we have people that take the unleavened bread, the crackers, and they break it into pieces. And then when you take one of those pieces, you're further breaking that down with your teeth and you're chewing it. You're breaking it. Jesus wanted you to remember his broken body. To remember why he died. Why? Because if you were the only one and he would have died for you and you're remembering that continually, at least monthly here in this church, we are 
again, being reminded of what he did for us and we're thanking him anew. We're remembering the terribleness of his death and we're hopefully, the more we do that, the more grateful we are of what he did for us. Man, gratitude. How quickly we forget. How quickly we aren't thankful anymore. But that bread was broken just as Jesus' body was broken for us. Something else we do on Memorial Day is we remember the the life, right? We remember the lives of those who died for us. In our funeral yesterday, we remembered Chris's life. A couple sisters got up and one talked about almost killing her sister twice accidentally. It's really funny. I mean, she was an older sister and her little baby sister came along, which was Chris pushing her in a stroller, kind of running on a dock. I think the older sister was 12 or something, 14. And the little sister was just like one or two. And the stroller fell in the lake. And she jumped in. She said it was only like three feet deep. And she was able to get the stroller up out of the water. And it was muddy and it slipped out of her hands. So that was the twice part, she said. (laughs) She obviously was able to uh, save her sister. Almost killed her twice, but save her sister. And we laughed and we thought about that and we, we remembered her life. We talked about her. And that's what we do, right? If you've lost someone in conflict, in battle, we remember not only the death and the loss, but we also remember the life. It's so important to remember the life. What do we remember when we remember the life? Well, we were in a cemetery yesterday and I have a habit of kind of walking around and reading headstones. It's a good habit and it's a bad habit. The reason I say it's a bad habit, uh, because some of them are, are a little funny, morbidly funny. One said... I told you I was sick. Another one said, I knew this would happen. This one was really good. Here lies George Johnson hanged by mistake. He was right, we was wrong. But we strung him up and now he's gone. I don't think that was a real one. Here lies an atheist all dressed up and no place to go. (laughs) I hope that one wasn't real. I hope it wasn't real. Here lies Byron Vickers, second fastest draw in New Austin. (laughs) That one's kind of funny, isn't it? But the grave stones, epitaphs, the serious ones, safe in the arms of Jesus, faithful into death, gone but not forgotten, a tender mother, a faithful friend, Savior, more than life to me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Very interesting, very sobering, very impactful epitaphs on these grave markers. But all of those kind of give us a little message about the person that was buried there. And likewise, Jesus left us an epitaph. Most communion tables that I've ever seen have the words, this do in remembrance of me. And that's the second part of the verse that we started with, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty four. 24 says, this do in remembrance of me. What should we remember about the life of Jesus? I think we should remember his power, his ability to heal, the fact that he helped people, that he helped the the unlovely, that he didn't run away from the sinner. He didn't take part in the sin. He certainly condemned the sin, but not the sinner. For those sinners that came to him in faith, he forgave their sins. We should remember that. We should remember what he taught as we read the the scriptures, we read the gospels. He taught so much and such good 
stuff. We should know it. And as we remember him, we remember his life, we remember his teaching. So this is important. But when we're at the Lord's table and when we're celebrating, we're not walking around a monument, observing it, admiring it. What we're doing is we're literally fellowshipping with a living Savior. But it's part of growth. It's part of fellowship. How do we know that? It's so important to celebrate communion. Because we see a warning if you're celebrating it unworthily. Look at 1 Corinthians eleven twenty seven. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. This was happening in Corinth. They were celebrating the communion, and there were people that were getting drunk, they were not taking it uh, seriously. It was not proper. They weren't remembering him at all. And it was something that was very detrimental to them physically and spiritually. So we know if it was detrimental, if they were observing it incorrectly, that when we observe it correctly, it is something that will help us, help us build us up spiritually, help us to grow in Christ. We remember him not just as a headstone, as a monument, but we remember him and have fellowship with him. And it's some of the sweetest fellowship you'll have with God is when we do that. And I would also say that I hope you're having sweet fellowship with him now as you remember him, remember his life and remember his teaching. So on Memorial Day, we mourn the loss. We also remember the life. And then last, we're thankful for the sacrifice. It was just a few weeks before Christmas in 1917. The snow was across Europe on the hillsides, but that snow was blackened by war. Trenches on one side held the Germans. On the other side, the trenches were filled with Americans. This was World War I, and the gunfire exchange was intense. Separating them was a very narrow strip of no man's land with barbed wire in the middle. A young German soldier attempting to cross that no man's land was shot and then entangled in the barbed wire. He cried out in anguish and then in pain. He continued to whimper. Between the shells, all the Americans could hear was his scream. Finally, one American soldier couldn't hear that anymore, and he crawled out of his trench toward the German soldier. When the Americans realized what this soldier was doing, they stopped their firing, but the Germans continued. Then a German officer realized what the young American soldier was doing, and he ordered his men to cease fire. This hadn't happened in the war. There was a weird silence across no man's land, and on his stomach, the American made his way to the German soldier. He distangled him and stood up with the German in his arms and carried him straight toward the German trenches. He placed him in the waiting arms of his comrades. Having done so, he turned and started back 
toward the American trenches when a German officer reached out and grabbed him and spun him around. This German officer had previously won the Iron Cross, the highest medal that you can win in Germany. He took off his Iron Cross and he stuck it on the American soldier. The American then proceeded to walk back across and get into the American trenches. Unfortunately, the insanity of war continued, but that German soldier was thankful for the sacrifice of the American soldier. And all the heroic acts, and there have been many on the battlefield, throughout all of history, that is what has made our country great. That sacrifice, the heroism. We are respected around the world. We are free. People admire the United States still today. And I'm proud to be an American. I'm proud to have been afforded the freedoms and prosperity that we've been afforded. But I also recognize today that it took blood to purchase that. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that sacrifice. America needs to return to God. And here at In Grace, we have three products that will help bring our country back to the Lord. First, a track that tells the story of our symbol of freedom, the American flag, as well as the spiritual freedom found in Jesus. Next is our two-part audio series, Is America a Christian Nation? And finally, a DVD called America's Christian History that was filmed at the actual places where God's providence changed the course of our nation's history. When you give towards the cause of the gospel, we will thank you by sending you 25 flag tracks. If your gift is $15 or more, we will include the CD series Is America a Christian Nation? As a special thank you for your gift of $25 or more, you will also receive our two-part DVD series, America's Christian History. Just call 800-78-GRACE. Write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047, or visit ingraceradio.com for more information. Call now, 800-78-GRACE. We can't repay the people that sacrificed their blood for our freedoms, nor can we repay the sacrifice Jesus made on our behalf. We can't do it. We have the promise of eternal life. We have uh, anyone who receives by faith salvation has eternal life. And we literally cannot possibly pay for that. But we can be thankful. We must be thankful. And that's why when we receive the cup at communion, in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty five, 25, it says, After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. When we drink of that juice, we remember the forgiveness. We remember the sacrifice. We thank God for the blood of Jesus Christ as he spilt it for us to clean us from sin. I love the old hymns. One of them goes like this. Have you been to Jesus for the cleansing power? Are you washed by the blood of the lamb? 
Are you fully trusting his grace this hour? Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? Are you washed in the blood, in the precious soul-cleansing blood of the lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the lamb? Beautiful song of remembering and thanking the Lord for his sacrifice, the blood that can get out any stain. Hebrews 9.13 contrasts the blood of Jesus with the blood of the animal sacrifices that had been offered really since Adam and Eve all the way through until Jesus died. It contrasts that, the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of the heifer sprinkling the unclean, sanctified to the purifying of the flesh. In other words, the blood of animals was symbolic for a nation that they were admitting their need and they were pointing to the ultimate sacrifice that one day the Messiah would make. But that blood never cleansed sin but it was a picture of a perfect blood sacrifice, a human perfect blood sacrifice that was to come. How much more, verse 14, shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Remember the flag raised and then lowered. We remember his death. We remember him, his life, his teaching. But then that flag was raised and so was Jesus raised. And he's alive. And we remember him. Every Sunday, communion Sunday, every day, remember again and again and again and again. And if it's getting old to you, if what I'm about to tell you is like, oh boy, here he goes again. He's gonna tell me how to get saved man, you should never, ever get tired of that wonderful, wonderful message about that precious blood of Christ, free of any spot, can cleanse any stain. That precious, wonderful blood of Jesus. We remember the reason he died. We remember his life and what he did and his sacrifice, and we thank God again today. I don't think it'd be wrong for you to thank God every day. Every day when you wake up, Lord, thank you for saving me. I don't deserve it. I thank you for the great love that you showered upon me. If I were the only one, Jesus would have still died for me. I thank you that he died for me. I thank you that he died for the millions. Thankfulness should be a, an important part of our lives and how quickly we forget, how quickly we start to complain. This God that's done all this for us, and now we're worried about rent. We're worried about how we're going to afford a car payment. We're worried about these things that compared to that, it's nothing, right? It's nothing. Remember him. Remember him. And that thankfulness, I believe, will inspire us to be godly people that are willing to sacrifice ourselves, a living sacrifice for him. But we have to remember to remember, lest we forget. All of us have sinned. We've said that today. 
You and me are sinners. We've fallen so short of the glory of God. I mean, it's not even funny. We are condemned by our sin to hell. The wages of sin is death. That's Romans 6.23. But that verse doesn't stop there. But the gift of God, this is Jesus. He was perfect, right? He released his power and his glory. He grew up. He was a man. He never sinned. But yet he was nailed to a cross. But the gift of God, this is Jesus, is eternal life. He became sin. The perfect, righteous, and holy one, spotless, loves you so much that he took your sin. He died on a cross. He rose again, proving that he is God, proving that the Father accepted the sacrifice, and those that believe in him will not perish. That's hell, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I love sharing that message. I shared it yesterday. A room full of police officers. And man, they were glued. Why? Because it's the power of salvation. And they're risking their life every day. I hope every last one of them accepted the free gift yesterday. You don't know when your last breath will be. No one's guaranteed that. Today should be the day of your salvation. It's by grace that you're saved through faith. It's not of yourselves. It's a gift of God. It's not of works lest any man should boast. Salvation is free. You can't do anything for it. All you must do is believe. Believe that Jesus died for you on a cross and rose again. Trust in him. You say, well, then why should we remember that all the time? Because it helps us to live in light of what he did for us. And it empowers us. It keeps us close to him. And it allows the spirit of God to empower us to do great and mighty things for him. Not to save us. Not to keep us saved. But to show the world that we have believed. It's a glorious thing. You must believe in him. You say, well, I I need to be religious. I need to be good. I need to try... Well, you're trying to save yourself by good works and they can't save you. It's not of works. Salvation is by faith, just by receiving the finished payment of Jesus on the cross and then living a life in light of that is how we thank him for the ultimate amazing sacrifice he gave for our freedom. Do you know Christ as savior? You can believe in him right here, right now. We would love to talk with you more about eternal life. Jesus is the son of God. He died for your sins and he rose again. Let's never forget what he's done. And if you haven't believed in him, trusted in him alone, maybe you thought it was him plus religion, him plus your works. Today you've realized it's him plus nothing. Just trust in him alone. And if you've done that, you're saved. And we would love to talk to you some more about that. 1-800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. And when you contact us, also ask for our flag tracks. We're gonna give you 25 of these patriotic themed, the story of old glory gospel tracks. When you give a gift of any amount to ingrace, your giving is gonna make sure we continue to reach people with the gospel and you're going to get this great resource, 25 flag tracks. And then if your gift is $15 or more, let me send you a powerful sermon series, Is America a Christian Nation? And then for your gift of $25 or more, we're 
we're also going to send you a great DVD, a two-part DVD series called America's Christian History. So again, the number 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or ingraceradio.com, ingraceradio.com. Also, when you go to our website, look at our cruise to Alaska. It's coming up this July, and you are invited. We'd love for you to come along and see this beautiful, beautiful place. And we have a creation speaker coming. I'll be there to minister as well in the evenings, and we would love to get to know you on the Holland America New Amsterdam ship, and uh, it's going to be joyous. So call us or go to our website, 1-800-78-GRACE, ingraceradio.com. When you give towards the cause of the gospel, we will thank you by sending you 25 flag tracks. If your gift is $15 or more, we will include the CD series Is America a Christian Nation? As a special thank you for your gift of $25 or more, you will also receive our two-part DVD series, America's Christian History. Just call 800-78-GRACE. Write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois. 60047 or visit ingraceradio.com for more information. Thank you for joining us on Ingrace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. Ingrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio. Radio.